Hello and welcome to the first of many Sunday specials. If you like what you hear, feel free to share this episode. But until then, sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Josh Lozano, and this is the Sunday Special Indeed. Joined with me today to help kick off these Sunday specials in spectacular fashion is Austin Pinnegraff. Austin, along with his lovely wife, Sorrell, is a co-founder of an amazing organization out of Greenville, North Carolina, by the name of Family Works Ministries. Austin, it is an absolute delight to have you with us today. Hey, Josh. It's great to be with you today, friend. How's the ministry? And then most importantly, how's your family doing in these uncertain times? Man, things are going great. You know, this coronavirus is fun stuff, right? Cooped up with your spouse and all this argument and conflict and stuff trying to figure it. No, I'm just joking. No. <laughs> things are going well. You know, I don't know if your listeners know, but we have a ministry called Family Works Ministries. Mm-hmm. And so we deal a lot with couples counseling and we are actually seeing an uptick in clients and, and working with people and ministering to people because of the coronavirus. As far as our family goes, we are doing well. We're staying healthy and we hope yours is as well. Thank you, Austin. We are doing well. Like any family in the midst of a pandemic, there have been some challenges, of course, but the Lord's been sustaining us through it, and by His grace, we've been able to stay safe thus far. Unfortunately, I can't say the same for many families out there. I keep hearing about police stations and organizations that are working overtime on cases of domestic abuse and marital conflict. On a personal level, what's the adjustment been like for you and your family? And would it be safe to say that Family Works has also been affected as a result of domestic conflict during the pandemic? So personally, I've, I've actually enjoyed um, more time with my kids, uh, which is incredible. I posted about that on our Facebook page a couple of weeks ago. Just becoming more intentional about being at home and, and playing sports with the kids and getting outside and uh, doing those things that I should have been doing with them before, but because of the pandemic, it's limited our organization so much where we've had to cancel a lot of events. So it's allowed me this extra time with my family. But adjusting to it has been good organizationally. You know, we've had to cancel a lot. We've had to cut hours of our staff suspending. We've had to suspend our Christian Counseling Scholarship Fund for the months of April and possibly May. We've had to cancel a couple of our big fundraisers that we had planned to benefit our ministry and organization. So we've literally had to adopt to a whole new realm of doing things as doing virtual meetings, just as our podcast is being done today. So we've had a little time to adapt much, but overall, it's going well and God's blessing and we're working through it. It is so great to hear that despite the challenges facing our world today, Austin, you're still able to have a great outlook on family time. I know that this is true with every family, but whenever you put two or more sinners in a small area over a long period of time, sin is bound to take place. Feelings can get hurt, people can get angry and bitter, but I think what makes all the difference is when we as Christians do our best to keep a gospel-saturated perspective on time spent with family. I personally think that it's all about viewing it as an opportunity rather than merely an obligation. Or as you often say, It's about being intentional. Speaking of intentionality, I'd like to switch gears as I turn our attention to the most important part of family life in the midst of a pandemic, the marriage. So I'd like to talk with you for just a few minutes about how to cultivate our marriages in the middle of a pandemic. Specifically, how can married Christians continue to pursue our spouses in a dating relationship even when we can't really, you know, go out on dates? That's a great question. So I think there's two words that come to my mind, and and that is simplicity and also, though, creativity. Um, Because with our 
being quarantined or being stuck indoors, however you want to say it, is difficult, especially if you have younger children. I have an 11-year-old and a 10-year-old. And I don't know if you know this or not, but new statistics that just came out actually a couple of months ago is that the average couple has 20 minutes a week of meaningful conversation time. Now, that's terrible that 20 minutes a week in like meaningful conversation. So I think during this time, it's like the Lord has pushed the pause button in his sovereignty for us to have this time and be more intentional in our marriage. So some ideas about, you know, first of all, are we having good communication? And how do you do that though when you have kids running around the house? Well, the biggest piece of advice I have is put your kids to bed, (laughs) put them to bed. If they're young enough to take naps, make sure they're napping or put them to bed early. You need to be intentional about having one-on-one time with your spouse. And, you know, if your kids are older and you can leave them, you know, there's places you can go. You can go to Sonic, right? Drive in and Mm -hmm. eat, talk to your spouse there. You can go curbside and have a date in your car or maybe drive into a park and have a date there. The bottom line is you have to be creative during these days and you have to be intentional. And it doesn't have to be, the other day I saw one of our Facebook friends, he backed his truck up, he took these outside lights and put them all over his truck and all over his fence, and he created this five-star restaurant atmosphere in his backyard. It's it's so cool. I mean, so he was creative in doing that, but I don't think that's necessarily necessary, although it's wonderful, but, but just make sure you're getting quality time to have a quality conversation with your spouse during these days journaling together, praying together, asking questions of each other. Uh, What would you like to see improved in your relationship? Mm -hmm. What do you think is need to change in your relationship? This is an opportune time to capitalize on this time together with our spouses. Take walks together. Fire pit is always good. Those are a couple of more bicycling, a couple more practical ways just to spend time together as a family. You can also write love notes to each other. Even though you're stuck at home, you can still play through text and different things like that. But just being intentional about spending that one-on-one time. And, you know, Paul teaches us in the New Testament to dwell with our wives according to knowledge. That means to continue to learn them, to continue to pursue them. And you can pursue them even in a pandemic. How do you pursue them? Ask them questions. A lot of times we as men like to shut down, right? Conflict comes, we shut down, we ignore it. Oh, everything's fine. Everything's wonderful. You know, our wives are over there suffering because we won't get involved in any deep communication and we shut our switch off. It's important during this time not to do that. Be empathetic, be open, be vulnerable, and have good intimate conversations with your spouse. Hold on a second, Austin. You mentioned journaling. That is so interesting. That's something I've not really thought of doing before. Would you be willing to elaborate on that concept for just a moment? Yeah, that's a very good question. I think journaling is important. For instance, my wife and I, we had some rough times back 10 years ago in our relationship. Our marriage had been devastated. And during that time, she journaled a lot. And she anchored herself in the hopes of the scriptures and in, in her hope in the Lord and in her faith. And then when we got back together and the Lord started healing our marriage, even if we'd have a bad day or two, in that healing, she would go back to her journal and it would serve as a point of reflection of gratitude and thankfulness of how far the Lord has brought us in our relationship. So when we do a lot of counseling with couples, we always recommend journaling. For instance, um, I have a marriage journal that I use and it's called simply the marriage journal, connect, Mm -hmm. communicate, and grow in love. And um, this is by the Roloffs who are located out West, I believe, the Roloff company. But these are questions that we ask each other on a weekly basis that your audience might find helpful. So 
and we journal this as well. So we both have a journal. And the, one of the questions is, what brought you joy this week? What is something that was hard this week? What is one thing I can do for you this week? These are questions that we really don't find ourselves asking our spouse. Is there any unconfessed sin, conflict, or hurt that we need to resolve and seek forgiveness for? What is a dream or a craving or a desire that has been on the forefront of your mind? How can I pray for you this week? And then in addition to answering those questions every week and having our devotional together, we also have a calendar in our journal and we plan and we talk about our week. This forces us in a positive way to communicate and to make sure that we're really being who we need to be for each other at this moment. So my wife and I were talking about this topic of dating during a pandemic. And one of the things I took away from our conversation was how prevalent the notion must be that dating by design and by definition circles more around an event of some kind. It's something that you do or somewhere that you go with your spouse outside of the house rather than a punctuated process of getting to know your spouse. So far, what you've been saying has more to do with the relational aspect of it. I think what you're saying is that dating is essentially the process of deepening our marriage relationships more than just experiencing events from time to time. Absolutely. That's a very important observation. You see, to me, it's all about intimacy. Uh, And when I say intimacy, I'm not necessarily referring to sexual relationship there, but a closeness. But here's what happens when we don't ask these questions and we don't spend this intimate time together, then dating really is pointless. You may go out and have a meal, but if you're not able to communicate, you're not able to solve conflict. There's maybe some bitterness or resentment that has built up in your relationship because of lack of proper communication and solving conflict. Then the date is just a show. It's just to go out and eat. Um, Dating and courtship or intimacy is a lot more than that. And I believe it's important for us to understand that. How's your relationship with Christ being cultivated during the COVID-19 pandemic? Uh, That's a good question, Josh, and I definitely appreciate that. I I said this before, but I I really, I mean it. I I feel like the Lord in my life personally and in our ministry has pressed the pause button for a little bit to get me to focus on what I really need to focus on, and that is my relationship with Him, studying the Scriptures more, spending more time with Him. And I feel like this time has been a needed time for that in my life, and there are certain Scriptures that are probably familiar with your listeners, but the Lord has brought them back up to me in my life during this time. And that's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding. I really love that verse, and I'll finish that in just a moment. But, you know, we are living in a time, Josh, that we don't understand. Uh, We don't understand about this pandemic. We don't understand. It's hard for us to understand not being able to worship together on Sundays. It's it's, it's difficult for me to understand why, you know, Lord, is he allowing us to have to cancel all our events, all our fundraisers, putting a halt on things in our ministry. But, you know, it's lean on his, lean not into my own understanding. Don't try to figure it out on my own. God is sovereign. He's in control. This virus hasn't taken him by surprise. But this time in my life is just a time to reflect on that promise and on that truth, not to rely on my own understanding, but really acknowledge him pay him attention, focus on him, acknowledge him, and then he's going to direct my paths. And that is a promise from him. And so even though that's a very familiar text, it's a text that the Lord keeps on bringing before me during this time, during this COVID-19 pandemic. So Austin, this is the serious question. How many truckloads of toilet paper have you purchased? 
I haven't purchased any, but I sure have stole some. Um, no, no, no. I'm just checking. That's not true. That's not true. So I'm actually starting to run low on toilet paper, which is, I, I told my wife, I said, look, I've got to start looking for this stuff because here in Greenville, North Carolina, it doesn't stay on the shelves. And I'm sure it's like that up there in Indiana. Um, oh, so yeah. my grandmother called me yesterday, true story. And she was like, Austin, how much toilet paper do you have? You remember my Mima, right? You remember my grandmother, right? Okay. You're like, yeah. So, yes, I yeah, yeah. So, um, she's very sweet. She, 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 she is sweet. She's a sweetheart. Anyway, so she was like, well, don't worry about it because I bought you several <laughs> rolls of toilet paper and I'm shipping them tomorrow. I'm like, what? You're shipping me toilet paper? She was like, yeah, I just thought about you the other day. Picked up some extra rolls of toilet paper and I'm going to ship it to you. I was well, like, how nice is me, that? Man. That's great. Austin, thank you so much for joining me on this Sunday special podcast for the Josh Lozano Show. And how can folks get in touch with you and with your ministry? You can find us on Facebook at Family Works. That's one word, Family Works Ministries. Or also on our website at www.familyworksonline.com. One last thing. Are there any events coming up that you'd like for the audience to be aware of? Our next event will be on August the 1st. We are actually going to be having a special needs VBS, uh, specially geared VBS for special needs kids. So in the fall, we're also going to have our annual couples in ministry retreat in October. That's a couple's retreat specifically designed for folks who are pastors or associates or elders in their church. And uh, we look forward to that event every year as well. Austin Pinnegraft, it's been a delight to have you on the program today. I praise God for you and for your life and for your ministry. And I look forward to hearing more about what God will do in and through you for his glory. Thank you, Josh, for all you do. It's a pleasure being on with you today.